Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text sex regrets so feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee baby we got it It's cup of apples everyone and welcome to couples therapy my name is andy and i'm naomi we're a real life couple a real life couple of comedians and on couples i hate doing this so silly and on couples therapy we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners i'm keeping that in naomi you got to i assume so give them the real the natural response to saying the same silly <laughs> sentence over and over while staring in your lover's eyes <laughs> is that intimacy i don't think so it's the opposite <laughs> How was everyone's July 4th celebrating this wonderful country? <laughs> Do you remember last intro, Naomi? It was uh, Thursday. So this is the, it was, we recorded it the day before the Supreme Court just decided yep. to like shit on Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And we we're like, how's everyone going? We're doing okay today. I mean, who knows how we'll feel Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Someone commented, I think, on the Instagram where they're like, I bet uh, I bet, uh, Monday Andy and Naomi are uh, not doing so hot or <laughs> wish they could be back where Thursday was. Ain't that the truth? God, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. The pummeling is amazing. Yeah. To really think you could just continue to go about your life in a pummeling when the world is pummeling. You yeah, but we are. But we are. But we continue to, you know, ne- nevertheless, we persisted uh, in podcasting. You know, we're bringing you these zips no matter what. No matter how dark it gets, y'all, 
no matter how much I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> we show up to the Zoom, to the microphone with open hearts and loose butts. Yeah. And that's a testament to our love for you. Well, this is what I think. Look, uh, you know, we do stuff. We, we donate money. I donate my time and uh, labor uh, in uh, when we're not podcasting. Yes. Um, but I say this. Look, it, it, if we can give people some kind of respite. We can try. You know, we can try. <laughs> but we really do kick it off with the darkness. We kicked it off today a little. Duck, duck, duck. Yeah. But I think it's okay. It's, uh, it's tough. It I is. think it's okay. It's hashtag relatable. <laughs> AF, as the kids say. You know? Ooh, what a great t-shirt idea. Hashtag <laughs> relatable AF. Couples <laughs> therapy podcast. <sighs> but, uh, yes. So, I think, look, we've got great episodes coming up. We do. Leonardo this week. Paul F. Tompkins next week. Ooh, I mean, we heavy. got some some good stuff to like. We've uh, spared no expense. We've spared. As they said in Jurassic Park, the original. <laughs> uh, yes, we actually, by the way, uh, we did engineer Paul F. Tompkins in a laboratory uh-huh. using bits of a cravat we found in, <laughs> <laughs> in amber. <laughs> but uh, yeah, before we get to today's episode, though, Naomi, two little bits, yeah. two little tiny bits. You gotta give it. Now, we have a Patreon. Yes, we do. Patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. That's where it's at. And you know what? We have fun over there, okay? We are coming together. We're giving you the real tea. And we would just love for more people to join us. And we're, we said, we said, when we got 500 Patreons, uh-huh. we were going to have a blowout. We're going to have an event, Patreon only. We're going to do something we actually special, de- <laughs> something never before done. We haven't decided. We said, do something special, in quotes. <laughs> Why are you undermining me? I'm trying to build buzz. You're undermining me. We're going to do something, you guys. But we got to hit that 500. That's what I say. Yeah. So if you want to be part of, I don't know what. See, now you've, now you've weakened my ability to sell it. The point is, come visit us at patreon.com slash couples therapy pod, and we will give you two extra episodes a month, just me and Andy. Well, you know me. I uh, The downfall of uh, capitalism. I'm looking forward to that. I the know. downfall of the commercial. I but I will say this. It really does help support the show. Like well, advertising absolutely. does like a small amount, but like the the Patreon uh, really really supports the show. Well, and it also we do it all ourselves. You do it mostly, you know. <laughs> sure. You do it. I'm not gonna lie to them. You're the you're the muscle. You're the brains. I'm the beauty and the sass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said beauty and what? Sass. Oh, sass. What did you think I said? Sex. And I was like, oh. I'm. Yeah, oh, what? I, what? What was your issue with that? I bring. I was gonna say I bring a lot of the erotic <laughs> <laughs> energy. <laughs> so okay, stupid. okay. I'm so sorry that so I would stupid. ever. I would ever How, uh, erase you from the erotic narrative of this podcast. You, thank you. <laughs> a sex negative and a sex neutral. The erotic <laughs> narrative of couples therapy podcast. All right, Naomi. Enough of this stuff. What? I'm goofing too much. <laughs> well, I'm okay enough, with unless, that. Unless we want to talk about orgone. Erotic energy some more. God, no. Sick. <laughs> However, I for, do think talking about erotic energy does tra- uh, go well into our guests. Oh, for okay? sure. Because hey, our if anyone, if for a famously sex negative, sex neutral couple, <laughs> if, if anyone is bringing the erotic energy to today's episode, it is our guest. Who is that, Naomi? Our guest is the amazing, charming, gifted Leonardo Nam. Leo is an actor. You've seen him on shows like Westworld, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Hello. 
He is in the new Hulu show, Maggie, which drops tomorrow, July 6th. I met Leo while working on the film yesterday on Netflix. Okay, so we have a connection as colleagues. We have a connection as colleagues. I want you to know that. But Leo is so cool and funny. He came. He, okay, he understood the assignment of couples therapy. Okay, <laughs> oh, no. he under he came with an open heart, a loose butt, and I think without further ado, we should roll it. I wish everyone could see the vibrant colors and the coordinating. Uh, color effort that's happening here in couples <laughs> therapy. I personally didn't get the memo of fuchsia. Is that is I that what it is? I think you're 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 in the same family. There's, there's I am. I, I am yeah. in the rouge. Yes, in the rouge right, family. Rouge. You are in the rouge color family. <laughs> and that's what the matters. That's what the matters. Yes. If the color we if we're all in the same section of the color wheel, we're doing fine. And we're I'm doing fine. Yes. Yes. We are connecting. I think that's the important. Yeah, that's we are opening our hearts and loosening our butts. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Now, Leo, let's talk about how it took us 14 months to plan this because <laughs> yes, you are booked a busy blast. You have no. twin boys. I do have you're twin boys. You're all over. I mean, my God, you're truly a man who's doing it all. I, You know what? And Miss Rona came to visit, you know, mm. last time. So yeah. Miss Rona, she's still around right now. You know what I mean? And for a second, I thought I was going to be on the bar bitch on the Bye Bitch remix, <laughs> number two. I thought it was going to be Leo Nam, Bye Bitch, you know what I mean? You because I had to I had to reschedule. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Although it would be a legendary moment in my life to be in the Bye Bitch remix, <laughs> the Wait, 2022 remix. I will say this. Look, rescheduling in good faith, I love it. I don't yeah. mind a reschedule in good faith. <laughs> right, in good faith. A double. Faith. I did do it. There was a double. Hey, there so, were three times in good and faith. And I never I'm met fine. Andy before, so I was like, I feel like he's going to be like, bah, bitch, like, mm. for real. Well, I know. I love that you said that. I almost wrote back and be like, don't worry about Andy. You need to worry about me. Because you know <laughs> a bitch will be dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we know this business. We know everything that goes on in people's lives. I know. It's... I reschedule in good faith. I love it. You'll allow it. You but... blow yeah, us off. Love... You ghost us. Then you're no, dead. Then, then you're my bitch. Then, then you're my bitch. 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 Because there was somebody who we knew very well, we know very well in New York, who we reached out about doing a podcast. And he was like, thank you for this opportunity, but I am not available. As though I was like, okay, we've had cocktails together. <laughs> Like, been sad in a bathroom together. You're emailing me business? Thank you for this opportunity. But this is not available. Yeah. That person. Many thanks. Exactly. (laughs) That unnamed person is is on the uh, dead to me list. Dead. Dead. Okay. I put flowers Dead to me, too. Whoever this person is, dead to me. I'm reading the eulogy. Placing stones on the headstone. That is what's happening. (laughs) Wow. The Kaddish is being read. Ooh, Whoa. okay, Jewish dead to me. Jewish Whoa, to me. You, are, you are generationally dead, okay? <laughs> mm. Okay, so Leo, here's what I am dying to know. Yes. Because you are like, you know, I guess the decision, and this is a question I always ask people, especially given, you know, being in the same business, the decision to like make, have kids and be married seems yeah. so... Crazy. Yes. Wait, where are you, sorry, where are you going with this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you 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 married too, right? So. <laughs> but no, but it's like, I feel like, no, I'm like, it's not being in the relationship. It's like, you have kids and like, I don't know, the work is so demanding and it requires so much. You know, mm. when you're this international man of mystery. I, I, did you settle down early? Did you and your husband get married young? Yeah. Uh, 
Well, yes, <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes, back in the day. I mean, like I did meet him uh, like 13, you know, 14 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and that's kind of when we started like, you know, hobnobbing and stuff. But, <laughs> hobnobbing. but um, you know, I, I am someone that um, does better uh, when I am in a relationship. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we had the tendency to be a hoe. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. So you need to like focus yourself. Yeah. And um and I did realize that you know I did have my my um the hoe is still within the hoe is always there. You know okay. what I mean. Mm-hmm. But you gotta have to like use the hoe. You gotta <laughs> use energy. You know what I'm saying. And I learned that early on, like. When I was in New York, I was bartending and yeah. you know, doing multiple things at once and, you know, um, also t- rehearsing for plays, trying to do movies and auditioning and all that stuff. And also trying to keep yourself afloat with rants and stuff. Um, and then also having a relationship. And then I thought, you know, if I have to also, like, go out there and then try to get laid <laughs> again and try to, like, too much energy goes into that. Yes. So yes. I just, I decided to, to focus my energy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when you, when you out on the prowl, you yes. out on the prowl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, and then I realized, oh, this is good. Like I can then go home, do a download and have that person. And then also, then focus my energy on the work that I need to do. Yeah. Um, and so I, and I realized for myself quite early on in, in the work and in the craft that, that, that in the business that we're in, I work best when I, um, I'm a better person. I'm a better um, actor. I'm a better artist. I'm a better creator. Uh, and when I do that, I am also a better person in my life mm-hmm. to myself, to my partner, to my friends, to my family, to the world. Mm, to the world. I, I, I went the there. World. You I are. Went there. Yeah. <laughs> you are. And so, yeah, I just kind of, I realized that. And then, you know, people would always say, oh, you're like, are you like a serial monogamist? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, no, I just like the people that I'm with. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, and then I go through my whole period. Okay, and then I was like, this is out of control. This is out of control. Let's like hone it in. Let's hoe it in. Okay, yeah. enough, Leo. Okay. Was, and, and, okay. Was the hoe within in Sydney as well, or was this a New York phenomenon? Yeah. It was a New York phenomenon. That you know, happens. it really. New York I does appreciate. That. Yeah, it does. I just rip. It just suddenly mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, baby, let's go. Like, I recently did a, an interview for um, for ABC uh, for Disney, and they did a a special for Pride, and I was really kind of touched by that. Did that they did that. Uh, I mean, I know it's, you know, people talk about corporate washing of pride and, and other um, communities, but I, I, I personally, as someone that has come up in the industry um, and, and to know where I came from at the beginning of my, uh, my uh, entry into, into the industry and what it was like to be a gay man or identify as gay. And then to know that, for the longest time, you always thought, "Oh, you could never talk about that." You, you and 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 work at Disney right, or right, and, right. you know a big company, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. And then now to turn around and to have them go, "Oh, hey, Leo, hey, Leonardo, and I'm like, will you be in this, you know, this um segment for us for Pride?" I was like, "What?" 
like great yeah like i'll do it you know yeah. i'll bear myself for for the corporation <laughs> but for the betterment of you know and, and for the betterment of the community and for and for allies and it was a it was actually a, a really um uh surprisingly a really touching thing to to do something like that for them yeah anyway I do think it was a mistake for them to make Uncle Scrooge gay. Okay, don't make Uncle Scrooge gay. I think they they chose a character that, like, (laughs) he's older, he's not going to be in any kind of sexual situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think they should have chose... Show someone younger. Goofy should have been gay. Goofy should have been gay. Goofy should have been gay. He's younger. Well, why are you making the, the gay guy goofy? Come on, you just. Because <laughs> he's younger. There? I'm just saying. Let's go there. Younger. He's like, like, like a fun nerdy gay. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like Goofy's. Like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I'm just so cute. <laughs> just so cute. But when you were saying though, coming up in this business and like yeah. you know thinking this is something you had to keep to yourself. What was that? I mean, because we talked when you and I met, and I mm-hmm. love to talk to anybody from Australia because I'm like, Australia racist as hell. Can we talk about yeah. this? Because, like, for what I, it was like, I feel like one of the first things I said to you because I'm fun. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, I'm in with her. Like, we can get into it. We can, but it was like, you, you know, growing up there. Yeah. As an Asian man, you know, when you uh-huh. discover your sexuality, like, what was the. What was society telling you? What was family telling you in Oz at that time? Well, you know, I, I came from, you know, immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. I was born in Argentina, so I myself was an immigrant to Australia too. Um, and I, I moved there when I was seven. You know, it, Australia has this, uh, let's put it this way. Australia only recently um, passed marriage equality, yeah. like years later after the US. I always thought that Australia was going to be light years ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, surprisingly, they weren't, you know, there, when I grew up, there was, um, uh, the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras was one of the largest kind of tourist attractions that, yeah. that Australia has. I worked at one of those when I was oh, there, you did? I worked at a Mardi Gras. Yeah. There you go. See, you know, I, I had knew. to find my I knew, I you know knew I there was in. a connection <laughs> here. I was like, and, and Australia, um, you know, where I grew up, uh, at least, um, in, in the immigrant outskirts of, of Sydney, um, what was very much, I grew up in a uh, very um, religious uh, Christian world, um, a Korean, uh, Korean Christian church uh, society. And uh, to be gay was something that you would yeah. never, you know, what do you mean? There are no gay people in Korea. So you must not be <laughs> Korean. So what? <laughs> it was like, you know, in, in yeah. that world. And then you throw in a layer of, you know, in Australia, there is, um, there was in the 90s when I was there, uh, there was definitely a rise of like a, um, uh, like a, a one Australia uh, um, uh, political party, which is very much skewed mm-hmm. to the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, and, uh, you know, Australia had a white Australia policy until 1979. So cool. you could, cool. yeah, cool. <laughs> super great for everyone, guys. <laughs> yes, super great. Just welcome, welcome, <laughs> except you and all of you guys there. Hold on. Are you telling me the continent that started as a penal colony? Yeah. Please <laughs> say that again. Only, only, <laughs> only in 1979 became a yeah. little more progressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so um, that's kind of the mentality that, mm. you know, I entered into. And, and then I uh, grew up in 
this, uh, in a way, a double minority, right? Yeah. You yeah. have being uh, an Im- immigrant, uh, Asian, and then also being gay. Uh, and so it was, you know, everyone has their own journey. Um, and it was definitely tough and difficult. But I got to say, the thing that saves you is you got to have friends. <laughs> and I had mates, man. I had mates. I have allies. I have people that I look back to and I'm so grateful. I'm alive because of them. Mm-hmm. I'm alive because they listened. They they may not be gay. And my best mates ended up being gay, but, like, a lot of my other mates weren't. And just having them um, just listening and and just being like, okay, I don't understand that. And that's okay. Yeah. I want to know and love you and mm-hmm. get to know what's happening. And um, so, so uh, that being said, that was one of the other reasons why I had to also leave Australia. That's, what, that's that. exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah. you know, like, it's kind of like, cause it was Australia to New York, right? That yeah. Australia to New York. Yeah. Direct. Yeah. Did you date at all in Sydney? Um, not no i didn't i mean i i look back at it now and i i was like you know you're talking to guys or you're you're like i was so young i didn't quite know what that was you know um and so but i was having sex but i wasn't like dating you know what Uh, i mean like uh, so you were hooking up you were hooking up yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. you best believe Well, yes, that's what I was asking. It wasn't like a completely chased lifestyle. Yeah, I wasn't like enjoying like, hey, what is this? I was like, yeah, I know what's up. Let's oh, go. I see. Because in my head, what was going on was that like you like were kind of like repressed in Sydney. And then the minute you got to New York, the, the hoe phase. Was yeah, the hoe phase. A result yeah, I mean, that- of like all the repressed energy coming out. But <laughs> but no, you were hooking up already. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. but there was definitely like a, a sense of freedom yeah. and a yeah, connection yeah. to freedom yeah. um, and to self-worth. And a connection—that's the—that's the freeway. That's the connective tissue. Yeah. Uh, I for me that to to self worth, self esteem, um, and and so yeah. Right, but also it really helps too that you're like the most famous now of all your friends. Yeah. So like, <laughs> back to Sydney, you know what I mean? Like you're very like, hi, how are you? Hi. You know? Yeah, I like to helps. talk like this. <laughs> I'm like, I live hey, in America hey. now, and I talk hey, like this in America. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> It is it is uh, very interesting to go back to Australia, having uh, now being in in the US for for as long as I have been, because um, it you know it's always like a, uh, a you you go back to any from any place that you've grew up and you do a check in you do a check in of like hey uh, did I make the right choice you mm-hmm. know to wh- where is my happiness you know what joy am I living in. Um, and then now with kids being like, could I also live here? Is this something I want to do? Um, and then I, I go to Australia and it's wonderful and it was so great to be there. And then you come back to LA and then you're like, oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When you're, when you're in Australia, do you, do you lord your career over, uh, over got a bit parts on Farscape? (laughs) Parts on Farscape. Oh my God. Okay, obscure. Um, <laughs> um, I, uh, I do. I just rub it in their faces. 
no, I, you know, you, you, the, the, no, the, it wasn't you, a serious. Yeah, you question. do not yeah. have to entertain. Have his to no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> I wore a shirt with all my credits on it. Uh, go, were were you in this? That's good. Were you in this movie? Were that's you the good. lead in this one? No, you weren't. Oh no, you didn't touch the lives of millions of people. <laughs> you didn't touch oh, okay. the lives. <laughs> you didn't change that. Oh my god. Anyway, no, you just played a space puppet in one episode. <laughs> With the Scarens. Um, so, okay, wait, but when, <laughs> what, uh, at what, in what year, and we ask this sometimes to people in, in this industry, did yeah. you feel comfortable being yourself? And I asked it because you said earlier that you're, mm. that, uh, that you were like maybe not so comfortable because mm. the answer always surprises me. Mm. I definitely, um, uh, I, okay, let's, let's, um, hmm, how do I say this? Okay, so in the that Pride video that I did, one of the questions they asked me was, when was the first time you felt fully seen? And I thought, oh, that's so interesting. Like, I've never thought about it that way. But I think the first time I fully felt seen was when I got married. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it was really surprising to me. I thought I was always, you know, who I am and how I was to my to my friends and family. But it at being married really made me aware of the fact that I have never had everyone together and standing here and kind of um, professing and normalizing my love and knowing that I'm at this stage of my life and, um, and then they are congratulating me into the next. And you need that kind of like boost of joy to mm-hmm. kind of help you go to a new cloud, a new level. <laughs> um, and, and you need that because, you know, life is long, man. And, <laughs> and you, and it goes up and down. And so you've got to be able to have some sort of a, a reference point that you can also say, Hey, um, uh, no matter what's going on, you still have this. Um, if you put effort towards love and the one and the love that you have found, it grows and it can continue. You continue to be, I can, can continue to be elevated. And so for, for me, Connecting the dots of when I first felt seen fully um, from being married um, to then being able to comfortably um, uh, just be who I am. I I think uh, in the industry, I think a shift happened. um, I I, want to say like during Corona, during when Ms. Rona came to visit. Yeah. That recently. Yeah, that recently. It's always surprising. Yeah. Because we're... Under There's a like code assumption. switching that happens, you know, uh, for someone that is that is uh, in a minority group. Like uh, everyone has experienced that. I know that. Um, uh, it's a, but for me, it happened, you know, definitely when you're working and you're kind of in this very hetero uh, normative environment and that mm. you kind of have to code switch for that. Um, and uh, because it was kind of ingrained in me for a long time. But the big change that happened for me was when I was in, um, I, I moved down to La Jolla Shores when um, Corona hit and I had a, um, uh, my kids were two and a half um, or three. And I had a um, a, a homophobic uh, uh, aggressive experience that happened in my house and someone in had come by in La Jolla and someone had come by like we our house had all glass windows in the front and uh, our dining room was there and uh, uh, 
my husband, my husband wasn't home. It was just me and the kids. And I took my kids, uh, you know, put them to bed. And then when I came back, someone had put a, a note and slipped a note under my door. Um, so which you know, leads me to believe that they were watching me um, oh and my family. And so, oh you know, they they slipped this letter on, under the door. And I, I remember just being gobsmacked. I was like, you know, it's, it was 2020. And I'm like, wow, this is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I, and so th- that experience, um, you know, I, I went out and I, you know, I was like, like a Korean, like a crazy Korean soap opera. I stood in the middle of the road, like burning the letter. Oh. yelling yelling oh. and because it was my way i know it sounds crazy but it was like my way of like transforming yeah. and i go this is this hate that's come towards me i'm going to transform it into something else and i'm going to um change the directive that this is coming at i'm going to now re- throw it back yeah and that moment changed me because now suddenly I was standing up for not just myself and not just this concept of a community or what have you. It was my family now. Yeah, right. And my kids have no um, no awareness of that. And so that changed it for me. And so after that, um, I, you know, I told my husband about it and, and bless his heart, he got the biggest fucking gay flag. <laughs> and and I, well, I never thought I'd be that dude, like the gay flag gay, you know what <laughs> But I put the biggest motherfucking gay flag right in La Jolla Shores, right outside yeah. of our door. Yeah. And, you know, for that summer and the whole time there, people would go, have to go past that. Not have to, <laughs> but yeah. And I was, it was surprising, like, but on the other end of that and, and talking about turning and transforming, other people in the community, in the La Jolla Shores community came out and they were like, oh my God, hey, you know, we now have wonderful friends from there mm-hmm. because of it. We have people that came up to me that were like, you know, my my daughter is, you know, gay. And I'm like, you know, they start to come out like that. And you're like, yeah. okay, all right, what's up? Okay. <laughs> but I was like, I appreciated that. I was like, okay. And I listened and yeah. they, it sounded like they needed someone as well. So um, and then they'd be like, oh, hi. They'd wave like, my daughter. And she, and I'm like, yes, the gay, got it. Yes. Yeah. My granddaughter she got is, it. My gay yeah, daughter. That one. Here that one is. over there, the blue shirt, you know. Um, and so I think a combination of those things happened. And then um, when, you know, Corona uh, has changed, I think, everyone. And mm-hmm. so now. <laughs> yeah, we're all weird and I own it, right? And so now I uh, have a mustache. And <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I decided to get really weird, guys. I was like, hey, let's, let's do a stash. <laughs> no, um, I, in, in the work that I um, ha- have done subsequently since that moment, I have made a concerted effort. Well, not concerted effort. I have had an awareness of in speaking and in talking and relating to anyone speaking freely of um who i am you know what my life is like and so i I think it's a combination of that moment in uh in um lockdown and covid and and that homophobic experience with my family that happened and then also um the 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 rise of um uh i guess uh, acceptance and and this company companies now also you know 
cheering on the community. Like I took a, an Uber the other day and they've got like the little Uber is like a little rainbow Uber. rainbow thing. I was like, yeah, Uber do it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that, I know that was a really long answer no, to, no. to that, but, uh, but thank you for asking. Right. I don't get a lot of chances uh, to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, of course. No, that's yeah. what, you know. It's, it's honey. It's called couples therapy. So we gotta <laughs> get in here, okay? Get in here. Oh, what's yes. Copay at the end Open of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Anthem Blue Cross Copay. All right, got it. <laughs> so this is what yeah. they meant by therapy. Okay, <laughs> you can Venmo us, but <laughs> but uh, wait. So wait, how did you meet your husband? Um, we met in the good old fashioned, basic ass gay way in the gym. What? Yeah, yeah, in the gym and not in the steam room. Get your mind out of the dirty. Uh, (laughs) And he's like, what? What do you mean? What? I'm like, no, okay, let me me tell you. My brain went to, like, you asked someone to spot you or something. (laughs) Actually, no, that's actually what happened. Like, I was uh, working out, um, I was on a, I was working for, uh, working out for a a movie called Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Obsessed. Yeah. In the sisterhood of the traveling band. Traveling trans, yes, Brian McBrian. <laughs> and so I uh I had to um get ripped. I had to get Dude. ripped and I had to get hot. Um <laughs> was this for... a Marvel movie? Sorry, what... No, 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 it's before. It's um Right. Why did they have BM before no, Marvel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know Wait, Alexis Bledel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex- like, yeah. And oh, um, like. what's in um America Ferrara? America, right? yeah, so and Blake. Cool. But wait, uh, Blake Lively. What was uh, your character that had to be ripped? So, so what? in the first movie, in the first movie, uh, it was based on books, right? And so yeah. I'm like this kind of gamer guy that uh, Amber Tamblyn, um, her character's name is Tibby. You know, I'm her friend that, that becomes her love interest as mm-hmm. they're growing up, and you know, love blooms. Um, and I'm just a good old solid guy. Uh, and so, uh, in the movie. I am in in the book. I am described as blonde hair, blue eyed, and like gangly and stuff. And I uh, and to this day, you know, um, there is a producer, um, you know, people along the way, the mentors and and people that have changed my life. And uh, a lot of them have been women. And one in particular, Deborah Martin Chase, uh, has changed my life, you know, forever. She. Uh, cast me and that was part of the producing team that cast me in in, in the first movie and um then in the I, I received a lot of like interesting mail after that from fans yeah okay. you know they're like 14 year old girls that are like you know writing to you about I want to say hate mail but like I'd say like they're very much like you are not as described like and- they do now like they do now like in Hunger Games Percy Jackson anytime you're not the blonde the yeah blonde said you were. yeah exactly right and so, so there was letters back then because of, letters. of course it was so uh integral to the character I'm sure right the yeah, baby I'm, blonde. Like, I'm sure yeah. and and they have the vision to know that hey maybe it doesn't right like you know you can cast this guy uh as as you know Tibby's interest um Okay, so we do the first movie. The sequel happens, and then as we're doing the sequel, we're about to start um, months before we start, and then I get um, a call from the producer saying, hey, you know, um, there's a a situation where there may be uh, recasting. There may be shuffling stuff around, you know? And I was like, what? Yeah. Um, And and so she said to me, Leo, give... 
don't give them a reason to do it. Be undeniable. Wow. You know where this character is going. What you gonna do? Wow. So she said, get hot. Really? <laughs> she just said, get it. She what? said, get, get it. Just get it, you know, wow. and bless her heart yeah. to be able to say be that. Honest too much. Be Somebody honest be, with No me. one ever's honest. There's never, no never one's honest. ever honest. They're just <laughs> like, oops, we cast. Yep. But she was like, If you just Yo. had a six pack. Yeah, if you just had a six pack, yeah. then maybe you'd be more fuckable. Like, <laughs> she didn't say, but but you know that yeah. that that yeah. that concept was there. So yeah. so this is the long story to say I uh, was on track. You yep. know, it's working out. If you see so the film, I've got like you're, so you're I'm ramped and when blah, you see blah, your, blah. meet your husband. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I reeled him in <laughs> and then I'd known him. I'd seen him around a little bit, but then I'm working out of the gym and um, the, the um, it's a gym that's no longer there now. Uh, the 24 hour fitness in West Hollywood. Oh, okay. RIP. Yeah. Yes. Very yeah. RIP. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I was, you know, doing a pull up on a, on a machine that isn't a pull up machine. I was doing you know, these other crazy things. Right. <laughs> And then he comes oh, up. Oh, I know. Like, I know the kind of person you are. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just doing like crazy shit. I'm like, fuck you guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just was doing what my trainer was telling me to do. Anyway. And um, and then he comes up to me and was like, you know, trying to ask me, you know, hey, what am I doing and stuff? And I'm like, I'm doing a pull up. <laughs> I'm like, you can see that I'm just doing a pull oh, up. Oh, so you're not feeling it initially. You're like. Well, I don't. I, a lot of times when someone like is hitting on me or like if that connection is happening, I miss it. Uh-huh. I'm just uh-huh. like, I'm a little bit like, Oh, what? Are you, what? Um, something on my shirt? Like, right, right. you know? And they're like, yeah. and later yeah, on, they're that. like, no, I was looking at you <laughs> and in a good way. And I'm like, Oh, right. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. And then that's kind of when we started to connect. And then uh, I saw him again at a, um, at a party. And then, you know, I was with someone at the time and then, Later on, I met him again at the gym uh, and I was, it was Memorial Day and it was, um, you know, I remember he said to me, oh, what are you doing um, today? And I was like, well, it's Monday. Um, I don't know. You're so bad at this. (laughs) I like cannot handle how bad you are. I'm memorializing people. (laughs) (laughs) What what am I doing? I'm at the gym right now. Exactly. I'm at the gym. Oh, <laughs> I'm not saying this has happened to me often, but it, this has happened to me enough times where this fe- where I someone is like, it's maybe not hitting on me, but like me and you, you idiot. After we went to that movie, how did told, you guys make? You, like, I was like, "What are you doing after? You want to? What are you doing after the movie? Because we had gone to see a movie. This is like before uh, we started. Dating. I was like, "What are you doing after?" And you were like, "I'm gonna go do laundry." <laughs> That's what this idiot said. I'm like, okay, bye. You're like, that's my man. <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, what? And yeah. so I was like, so yeah. I was yes, like, it has happened where someone asks me a question and it's in a flirty way. And then I just give a factual answer. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, so that means you don't want to like, go get food. No, so it's, I, I didn't. Just, just everyone out there. What, Andy? Be direct? What? Be direct. No, we can't all do that. We can't all do that. You're trying to get a read. You're trying to take the temperature first. Yeah, yeah. Trying to take the temperature first. But I but I agree with you, Andy. Like, I, I you know, I think it would behoove everyone to just be frank mm-hmm. and then say, then read. I say, like, I like you. 
and it's silence, then you can say, okay, orcs, awkward, silence. <laughs> and then just walk backwards. Uh, yeah, well, and right. yeah, and then see what their response is. And if uh-huh. they laugh, then it's like, great, joke, we're in. At least this is good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, now I'm having other. But were you that ideas. way? Were you a direct flirter? Because you're saying you could no. exactly. I was like, you said you couldn't read it, so I know. Hell you no! I think I've got, I've become more of a direct reader, like since I got married. Like I definitely would have gone up to people and be like, "You're beautiful." Mm-hmm. Like this is my way of telling you that this what's happening here. Keep it going. <laughs> I know, but like there is a freedom to that because once you're kind of off the market, you know yeah. that y- you know that no matter what, you're like if somebody was like stop hitting on me, you'd be like I'm not or like I'm not interested or something. Yeah. It gives you a little bit of like you yeah. know it's easier not to get misinterpreted if that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Like and 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 there is like a, it, it is a little bit of a of a um of a cheat, right? Because you're like. I ain't really going to do it, but I, I can say this, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I think that, that's definitely it, what's happening. But it lets you be a little free, even though I don't like anybody. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not telling nobody nothing. <laughs> All I do is walk up to people and tell them they're beautiful. Oh yeah, there, there is a lot of freedom in that because, you know, spreading, sprinkling a little bit of joy like that. Like, yes, totally. Just like, so we're clear, I don't do that. Uh, no, no. Just so I think I think the listeners know you by now. And they know <laughs> Um, okay. We're gonna see you at Trader Joe's. Andy's gonna be like, "You look really beautiful." Like, oh my god, you are a changed man. I love how you're picking those plums. Out okay, that sounds sexual. I don't like that. That sounds sexual. Picking plums. Um, okay. Just, okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna, gonna William Carlos Williams poem. We have. Okay. I think we're in a good spot now because we're gonna answer some questions. Oh. It's important. You know, people when we come to help people, they have to know what you're about, and I think that they now know. All right. And yeah. I think now we could take a good. We can take a break and come back and answer some questions. All right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we 
got Leo Nam, honey, and we handling your scandal, okay? What's up? Now, Leo, people come to us, honey. They're sending us DMs, uh, oh. voicemails, emails. Oh. Voicemails are my favorite because I can hear where you're at emotionally. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, in fact, this you, first one is a voicemail. This first one is a voicemail. Okay. But what were you about okay. to say? I'm just going to tell people if they want to call in, 323-524-7839. Yes. You got to keep it to under three gotta minutes. Got to be under three minutes. If you go over three minutes and you call back like this first person, <laughs> no, you start you, over. You got to start, oh. you gotta start you gotta over. Start you can't over. continue. I'm not going to sew them together. <laughs> Okay, wow, they did they, they they did a part one, part two. I th- but I think this uh, I've listened to enough of this. I think that it's all in this one. Okay. Also, pop in your pronouns so we know. Otherwise, yeah, I we love will your pros. Default to they them. All right. Hi, Andy and Naomi and guest. Um, I am sorry. I was about to leave a message earlier and I got cut off. So this is me coming back <laughs> and okay. finishing my question. Part two. Or my um, seeking for advice. I would love advice on tips that you guys have for kind of you, uh, Naomi, and and these different communication styles. I know you've talked about this on the show. That you guys come from kind of different backgrounds um, where Naomi came from a, a place where, you know, you expressed yourself, you expressed your feelings, kind of that New Yorker energy. I'm going to tell you what's up. And Andy, it sounds like you came from a house where you just didn't really talk about feelings and stuff like that um, as much. So I would love your tips on kind of communication styles coming from two different backgrounds, which worked for you guys, um, because I am. Okay, I am. Fill in the blank. Okay, well. So Leo, let's start with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You and your husband, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, how, how do you communicate? And was mm. it difficult? Were there, were there any like uh, uh, bumps? Is he an uptight white? He is an uptight white, <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I feel like um, we have found a way to communicate through grunts. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, you know, I, I definitely come from the, the, um, the world of having love languages and trying to identify them and speak about them. And, um, and, and Mike, my husband, uh, definitely someone that uh, does, is an uptight white that doesn't know necessarily how to, um, how to communicate about feelings and, uh, and, and things like that. And so, you know, I, I, I have tried several things. You know, it's always a work in progress. Um, but ultimately what it boils down to for me is I, if there is a feeling of miscommunication or if there is a feeling of something that, um, isn't necessarily landing in with the other, mm-hmm. you know, and really identifying that you are trying to communicate something because we're never fighting about what, what you're fighting about. You're never fighting about like, oh, you didn't get the bananas that were green enough. You know, you're really fighting about like, you really uh, do not take the time to see me, to hear what I said, mm. and that really fucking annoyed me. So mm-hmm. Stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. It, it really boils down for me. It boils down to that, and so I try to take a moment um, uh, to to regroup. Um, I personally, I meditate, but you know, taking a, a, just a beat, a pause, 
uh, or in French, le pause. I don't know why I said that, but anyway. <laughs> sure. <laughs> take sure, a le pause, please. Yeah, le pause. Um, <laughs> but, then, pause. but then the action uh, that I take after that is I always say to Mike, my attempt here is to, and I put my arms out in the podcast, <laughs> you can't see that, but like there are two parallel lines and that's who we are. And you're trying to move even ever so slightly towards each other. I said, that's my attempt now, because at the moment I feel like I'm just slightly going out. And mm. eventually if we just keep going, we're going to be on other sides right. and right. so far away from each other. So I start off by saying that, like, this is my attempt at mm -hmm. coming to, together. Um, and so, and then whatever happens after that, um, I, I have at least prefaced it by yeah. saying, hey, this is where I'm at. Right. Um, so I, I, that's how I always start, you know, a, a bigger conversation. conversation. Yeah. I, out of curiosity, how has, or at all, has it, has, um, having the kids change maybe the way you communicate in terms of now you have these two people, especially now as they get older, they like can kind of understand what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. How does yeah. it kind of, in a way you, you have it, not just people. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Everything. I mean, it really has like, you know, for a while, um, yeah, and I only know my experience of having kids and my, my experience has been twins <clears throat> and it's been like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Like, and, and, and there's been lots of like, you know, you, you shaking the baby, you holding the baby, but like, but you're like, shut up. And then you're looking at him being like, oh my God, you want to have kids, right? You're the one that want to have kids. Like there's been lots of that, right? All silent though. <laughs> So great communicating, just lots uh, of yeah, yeah, looking at each other, so, yeah, yeah. With the lots eyes. of that, right? A lot of very pregnant looks. Yes, <laughs> lots of pregnant pauses, right? Um, but I do think that um, it has given us a uh, a platform of like, hey, we need to get our shit together, mm -hmm. our communication together, so that we present a united front. Because I have realized that when you don't do that, when you kind of start to be on separate islands, then the kids start to see that. And then they, you, not without knowing, but they tend to bounce back and forth between you guys. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, if you haven't set up the parameters of like, hey, I'm trying to be in with you as opposed to moving out, then they push you out because yeah. you kind of go along with them they they see that you're pissed right, right, and they right. just keep going they keep going you know it's amazing how manipulative children can be like yeah. as early like we children learn early like we all learn early i feel like oh, age yeah. two they're like playing games yeah like, yeah that's, i'll say this you know it, it, my parents we may never really talked about emotions but like they were a united front we mm. could never play them against each other. They were there you go. they were on the same page about stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, there yeah. was no playing game. Yeah. Day. There was just yeah. getting grounded for being a smart aleck. Well, right. But you were trying to play games. <laughs> you were trying. Play, trying. You tried. You couldn't. Yeah. Exactly though. But I feel like I feel like it's important to um uh to just be able to have that whatever that connective tissue is. And for me it was laying the groundwork of like, hey this is my attempt to right. do this. And because we're all going to fail and we're going right, to fail yeah, yeah. many, many, many times, but you, hopefully you're with someone that, that says, you know, okay, you failed. Get your ass up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> 
and makes a breakfast. And makes a breakfast, right? I yeah. got you. I say that to Naomi all the time. Where's my pancakes? <laughs> Please, I did make pancakes for dinner like three nights Ooh. ago, and he was like, no, thank you. Ooh. That is no <gasps> dinner. Well, that, That's seduction, Andy. <laughs> uh, just speaking about... <laughs> Hold on, I wouldn't. She is not, seducing no, you. you. That's not fair. You you made it sound as if I was like. Uh, well, no, you, I just didn't want pancakes for. Well, dinner. that's what I'm saying. But I think it's also like you put. To, it was funny. I ate it's pancakes. It's not like I was judging you. I I would love pancakes. We've had pancakes for dinner. You many ate. Times. I ate pancakes and you ate like a sensible dinner with like a vegetable and a protein. <laughs> and I, I had a grain bowl. Yeah. And I did a stack of pancakes and I was like. This is us in a nutshell. One of us wants to live more than the other. I've been feeling bloated. I had a, I had an abscess. I couldn't exercise for a couple yeah. weeks. And I'm just getting yeah. back into You're it. Trying so I'm to trying to. I get it. You don't have yeah. to explain yourself, Hedy. You're a th- star. And see, that's an example of communication styles. I tend to roast, and Andy is more sensitive, and he has to learn because I mean, and I th- it's something we've always talked about a lot though. I'm always like, because there'll be times even still, you know, where Andy like thinks I'm mad when I'm not. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. and I, and I literally like, Andy, you were a black woman. Okay. <laughs> so you better loosen the fuck up because <laughs> you're going to think I'm mad yeah. all the time. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Like Mike thinks that about me all the time. He goes, really? are you just angry? And I'm like, no, it's just my face <laughs> right now. <laughs> just looking for peanut butter that's it <laughs> yeah well there's a thing about so about that kind of thing like if you're raised among waspy whites and i think or just any repressed people or any repressed yeah. people yeah and again even though we're jewish from and my parents are from new york i think pennsylvania seeped into all of us yeah they're the, not the amishness <laughs> yeah. the pennsylvania amishness. the yes the the i think that may, that kind of like uh tamped everything down mm-hmm. and so <laughs> anything so like Anytime in my household anyone's voice was raised, it was uh. anger. It was you, you had those two. You had those two modes. If it was mm. soft, it was loving. But if it was loud, it was like Andy, mm. why didn't you shower? There's no like excited there was a period, anger. Sorry, there was a there was a week when I was about six or seven where I went into the bathroom, turned the shower on, and just sat there and waited about eight minutes. And then why? I don't know. I didn't want to. And then my dad saw that I was like not like I didn't do a good job of, of like I didn't like wet my hair and anything right, like that. Right, right. Like, he caught he caught me and he was like, "What do you? Why are you not?" Ch-? And I didn't I don't I didn't have a good answer. I, like I didn't want to. Uh-huh. And what so happened? He yelled at me and then made yeah. me shower. <laughs> but okay, I see what you're saying because there wasn't like because like the intensity of. I'm excited or mm. I'm annoyed, but also like, or whatever that feeling is, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's directed at you. That's the thing too. Cause I'll be, I have an attitude, <laughs> but it's not like to Andy. It's just like a general attitude. I have. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be like, but like also just be, but I, again, I was like very upfront about that. I think if you are the person in the relationship, who's more direct, mm. use that to your advantage. Like, yeah. like what you're saying, Leo, you're, you're like, I start this conversation by being like, Hey, this is my goal. This is where I'm coming from. Yeah. It's on you to do that. And, the hope, of course, is that when you set that stage, your partner kind of meets you on that stage. Yeah, because even if they don't know how to get there, uh, that recognition that somebody else that is important in your life is being vulnerable, is exactly. opening up and saying, and this is what I want. This is, and hopefully that's what they want too. Right. Because yeah. it's a litmus test to, if they're like, yeah, when you say that, and they're like, well, pfft, 
Exactly. Thank you. Then you're like, exactly. okay, bye, bitch. Hey, yeah. Do you, know, do you know what this requires? It requires on the more communicative person's side, patience and openness. Yeah. And on the less communicative person's side, a yeah. willingness to yeah. figure out how to get there. And yeah. a, I, I would say this as the less communicative person originally, I think I'm so much better now. That's true. That's true. Mm. It's anytime anyone criticized me, and this is this is god on for <laughs> it, it. It's still a work in progress, but like I would bristle and yeah. be like, "How mm. dare like I'm perfect?" Yeah, <laughs> I, and I, you I, are. I, I, yes, Leo, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think for the less communicative person, the minute someone says something, instead of immediately reacting, take a beat. Yeah. La pause. Like yes, la pause. La pause. La pause. Okay. La pause, yeah. I I do this sometimes if I'm trying to um if there uh if like I'm singing along to a song and the lyrics or something starts not on the first beat but on the second beat or something like that mm -hmm. I click my teeth I click my teeth to like signal that first beat so I know not to start on the first beat. Oh. With when when someone criticizes you in a loving way. Mm hmm. Click your teeth. Okay. <laughs> oh, I like take that. A, take a beat. Don't start. Don't start singing on the first beat when mm. the lyrics aren't starting. Yeah. Wait. Click your teeth. Take it in. And then wait for the lyrics to start. Yeah. And by lyrics, you mean sort of like the reality to see. Uh -huh. uh -huh. I love that. Like, take that in. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm taking it in as like you, you, you by doing the pause or clicking your teeth, you're letting love in. Mm. you're letting that in because yeah. you need to invite it in to grow. Um, and if there is love there and hopefully in your relationship that is there, um, that's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. You know, I, I do have to say though, like um, I always feel like when, when someone says, oh, someone is the less communicative, I'm like, no, you're always communicating. That's one thing I've learned with my kids is, I observe them and I, and even though one may be loudly on the floor, you know, yelling about what have you, um, I have to always remember that the other is also communicating at that moment. And they're communicating either in that silence, but in pure presence as their own being. Mm. And so I always try to acknowledge that too, where I'm like, you know, trying to understand that by them being silent or giving way to this moment, that is a, that is communication of love. You know, that that is a, a form of respect or that is a form of, you know, loving kindness that they're showing their brother or to me or what have you, because just because they, you may not have the words or um, the correct words or the correct communicate com communicative words, you're still expressing um, and mm. communicating. And so by observing the more silent one, um, to me as a parent, I see them, I try to um, recognize that there is communication happening. Right. In that and they're being too. impacted. Yeah. Like they're yes. being impacted by, right, no matter kind of what, even if they're being quiet about it. But exactly. then also, do you go to the, 
the one who's screaming on the floor and be like, be more like your brother, okay? Yeah, no. Quiet. He's sitting yeah. over here. <laughs> He's reading a book, okay? <laughs> He's just getting me a hug. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got to, I mean, that's one thing that I definitely have learned that um, you, you, it, there is an innate thing in us where you just want to be able to say, can't you just be like your brother? Can't you compare? And like, and you don't want to do that, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah. But totally. in, in your head, privately, you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leo, do you have time for another? Yes, let's do it. Okay. All right. This one comes to us from Anonymous from mm. Instagram. Mm. Hi, Andy and Naomi and guest. I have a question I know I should also go to a therapist <laughs> for, but you two mm. have been my trusted source of laughs and guidance throughout the pandemic, so you're hearing reading this first. Three weeks ago, I contracted COVID for the second time, despite being boosted, vaxxed, and being very good about social distance. I mistakenly trusted a friend who said they had allergies. Mm. And then there's a gritted teeth emoji. (laughs) I showed symptoms three days after being infected, during which time I did not see my partner of three years. Once I tested positive, I isolated myself, and he stayed away at his apartment for the duration of my illness, which was two weeks. Since my quarantine ended, my partner has seemed very distant. I asked him about it today, and he told me he didn't know how to tell me, but that he was actually enjoying himself and our time apart while I was sick. No! Mm. He says he feels guilty for that, but now I'm left feeling unwanted and told him as much. Some facts about the relation. We've been together for three years, but we do not live together. We spend a moderate amount of time together normally. I work a full-time job and a part-time job, so my free time is limited. Am I crazy for feeling really hurt that he seems to have really enjoyed himself while I felt like I was being chewed up by the COVID monster? Thank you, guys. Love you beyond. Apologies for the long message. That was not long. That was not a long that message. That was very helpful. Yeah, that was. That, that was, was. Oh, that's. All right, but, what, okay, so the question is like, am Ooh. I wrong to be sad? First of all, never wrong to be sad. Never wrong. No. Never wrong to be sad. No. no matter what. No, no matter what. In 2022, it's... you do not have to have a reason yes. to be sad. No need to apologize for that. But emotions change. Yes. And it, moves. The yeah. and it moves through you. So, you know, that's one thing I've learned that um, I share with my kids as well is, yes, you're feeling this and great, you know, own it, all of this stuff. It changes. Mm-hmm. It changes and it moves and you need to be in flow with that mm-hmm. and accept, you know, accept, accept, accept. Yes, there are times that, you know, um, yes, it's been nine months and you're still on the floor and you haven't eaten and what have you. Okay, maybe. Right, right. But, but in that moment, if it's just for that moment, sure, be angry, be sad and what have yeah. you. Yeah. But I will say to, to that reader, like um, to that listener, um, you know, every relationship has its own rules. And so in in identifying that this is something that's happened in, in, in their relationship, first of all, it is a wonderful thing that um, she, they have a recognition that this is what's happened and that mm-hmm. this is an emotion that has come up. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so by, by doing that, I think that they need to start to um, look at different ways that, uh, that two humans can start to dance again. You've been in quarantine. You've, you know, it's like a tango dance. You, you, you are now meeting again. And so there has to be a way in again. And mm. there has been before, there will be again. Um, and so for me, the, the example I give is when I go away and I work on a project and then I come back, I'm always a little bit 
um, if I don't prep, uh, remember to remind myself about this, I get a little sad where I come back in and I'm like, oh, this isn't the same relationship. Like I, I didn't get that feeling again or like mm. what? And now, especially with kids, you know, you come in and boom, it's mm-hmm. going in this other way and other stuff is happening. And I'm like, what, what about me? And I was feeling lost or feeling sad and this and that. And I want to reconnect that they're doing something else. I have learned that um, you in re-entering something when an emotion like that comes up, you've got to take yourself back, take back yourself and then re-enter the relationship, you know, and it takes a little bit of time. It's not like uh, sometimes, yeah, sure. You know, in that first 10 seconds, great. You know, it all comes back, but if not, that's okay. It can take a little bit of time to, to get your tango feet again, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's okay. And it, and so that's when you go into your, you know, box of, you know, relationship love tools that you get. <laughs> like, and then you make pancakes for and dinner. Then you seduce. <laughs> then you do, then you do stuff like that, you know, and that's your way in again. Like, yeah. you know, you, you do that as a, as you've got to find that thing or the, and give yourself the time, I believe, to re-enter the relationship, to re-enter that. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying yeah. totally, mm. but I will say because the the listener said like, well, I work a part-time and a full-time job, mm. and it's not like like it's not like they're together all the time. Right. Anyway. That's true. So then I do wonder because because again, like if you're with COVID and I don't know how badly sick they were. But do they not talk or text at all in those two weeks? Right. So that that feeling. So that way, when the partner is like, "Oh, I felt like it was so good to not also have anything to do." Did their partner bring them like soup or anything? That's what I I want to know. What the I I want to know about the living situation. Well, because they live apart. No, no. But like, did the the caller, the writer, like, do they live with anyone? Like, was anyone taking care of them? Oh, oh like, I mean, were, were they in like a, a COVID black hole yes. of sadness, of yes. loneliness? And I wonder like what that what that was and sort of then when you come out of it, yeah. how needy are you? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that could maybe be a little part of it, but. That's I true. Think, I I'm going to say, I, yeah, I just came out of COVID too. And like, I needed to <laughs> see people. Like uh-huh. I found myself in that place of like, Oh my God, I'm a trader. I'm, I'm going to talk to this person. <laughs> I'm going to talk to him for a long ass time. <laughs> that is so funny. I can imagine you being like, what are you cooking? What, what are, are you, you cooking, cooking with those did, ingredients? Did you use that garlic salt? <laughs> oh yes. There's Himalayan salt as well. It's pink. Who knew salt could be pink? I like pink. Do you like pink? <laughs> what else is pink? Oh my God! So now you're having the conversations of a first grader. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> forgot because you've forgotten how to be with humans. <laughs> but there is a loneliness. Yeah. So yeah. Go back to the to no, the totally. listener part. Yeah, that's really observant. I just wonder because that could also be part of you know not only your sensitivity but also is your partner picking up some of that, mm. right? Like that could be part of it. But then also again, it takes a little while. But I really feel like. You know, if 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 it continues to feel distant, if your partner's kind of then yeah. starting to like blow you off or be like, I'm busy or I'm tired, you know, um, as you said, 
everything's communication, as Leo said earlier. So, like, everything is telling you something. Yes. It could just, it, I will say this, you know, because you and I are trapped in this apartment a lot together, right? <laughs> it is trapped. very nice when one of us, well, just at no, the, mo- no, at the moment. Yeah, accurate. yeah, it's accurate. <laughs> but it's at the moment, right? I mean, but, but both because of, like, our COVID precautions and because of, like, we're both, like, just waiting at the yeah, moment. Yeah, we're between games. We're between yeah. games and kind of waiting for a thing that's happening. And yeah. so um, when one of us has a thing to do, it's very exciting. <laughs> and it's very exciting. Like, mm. um, like going back to the very first episode of this show, you got to miss a bitch. That's true. Right? That's one of our mm. that's one of our sayings, right? You got to miss you gotta, a bitch. And you got to miss it's exciting true. when we come back and we spill the tea. That When we hung out with a friend or we got all this tea and we spill it to each other. <laughs> and then come back exactly. Yes. And that's yeah. really exciting. And, it, and yeah. uh, it's nice. So maybe this person was just feeling that kind of like, oh, I haven't seen you for a while. And it was really nice to be a part it's it's the i i really do want to know what is the next step of this right are do they continue to uh be standoffish right right right, right. or yes. is it or is it like oh it was nice and i have all these exciting things to tell you right yeah and that will back. tell i think that will tell our caller like how to proceed yeah that's right? true yeah observing them Right, yeah. because who are they now after COVID? Can you imagine <laughs> two, two weeks, weeks and the person's yeah. like, "I'm done." There was already something else going on here. Right? Okay. Yo, you best believe right. that's happening. It's yeah. like, uh-uh. right? That's the thing. If you and I are like even separated for just like two hours, I'm excited to see you again. And that I, is so tender. <laughs> That's that is, love. No, that's our that beautiful love. love. It's true. Like, I'm, is, like, yeah. Like it is. It's funny. It's like I'm always like, like, because earlier this week, Andy has stuff on the calendar where I was like, yeah. "Ooh, I'm gonna be home alone." Yeah. And then he was like, "I'm not going." And I said, "How dare you?" <laughs> but, but when that's he some goes, truth. right? Yeah. But when he goes and then comes yeah. home, I'm like, "Hi, did you?" Yeah. Have you know, All right? Yeah. Last night, last night you had dinner with a friend. Yeah. And you came back and you were like, "Oh, I have all the stuff to tell you." Or like last week, I had dinner with a friend and I. I I picked you up from some stand-up show, and I was like, "Oh, I got all the stuff to tell you." Yeah, <laughs> right. And we were excited to see each other. Yeah. Again. Right. So yeah. it's like, but it. So you know, it's both. Both things. So maybe. Okay. Try this. Spill some tea. All mm. right. Have some gossip. Mm. Shared to, gossip to tell the partner after this two-week COVID thing. Yep. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes. You will never believe how fogged my brain got. <laughs> <laughs> or be like, yeah. Yeah. But that's what yeah, that's what you need. You need that way in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. using that tool of like, hey, let's, you know, spill the tea about yeah. that dirty ass neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Um Okay. I, I think, I think, we, think, I think we I think we we saved some lives today. Yeah, saved some lives, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Leo, thank you so much for doing the pod. Oh, you're uh, welcome. I feel like my heart is open and my butt is loose. And that's it all, is. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. That's the only thing we ask. I love it. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.